The Drinking Out of Cups podcast. I was Ryan impersonating an 808 bass. What what are those like bass pads? Those are, yeah, they're bass samples essentially uh, made from a kick drum that's just like super subby and stuff. Uh, It's like, boom. Well, you heard it at the beginning, so I don't need to do it again. Just go back to the beginning and listen to it all over. Yeah, and that's what a 808 sounds like. It's just like what Ryan was just doing. Yep. So today we are hanging out in a new studio space. So if it sounds echoey at all, that could be why, because all we have in here is the recording equipment. So once we get this place uh, set up properly, then it should sound a lot better. Also, on that note, we are recording an episode today, but on short notice. So it might be a little shorter of an episode today. But we figured we should still get an episode out there. And we have a really cool one today. So, good news. True! Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's going to be a good episode. Um, We, in fact, actually tried it uh, yesterday, what we're talking about. And we had quite the experience. And if you want to see us try it, go check out the Patreon. We recorded a whole thing. Where uh, we tried a betel nut, beetle nut, whatever you want to call it. Beetle betel. Either one. Uh, I saw a researcher call it a beetle nut, so I'm going to call it a beetle nut. True. True. So, yeah, you can see us eat it and all the shenanigans that went on when we ate it. Yeah. Trusting science nowadays? mm, No. Scientists, maybe, not science. Yeah, I trust you, Micah. Hakeem. Sorry, Hakeem. Shout out, Hakeem. And one last thing before we get started, Ryan is actually in studio with us today. This just in, Ryan's in the studio. So mark that on your um, on your Drink It Out of Cups bingo card. First episode ever with Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> in dude. the, Put your in pants the flesh. Back on. Dude, I'm, you know what? I like to have my shirt off. I like to have my pants off. Uh, call me shirts off, pants off, man. Yeah, I didn't realize over Zoom that you you must always be naked. Always, dude. I'm always <laughs> rubbing <a> cactus, my <laughs> <A> prickly pear. <laughs> okay. So, without further ado, we are discussing the betel nut, the betel nut. Fuck, I keep saying betel because it's spelled B-E-T-E-L. So, it looks like betel, but or I guess betel. also betel. But I guess if it was betel, it'd be B-E-T-T-E-L. Anyway. We're discussing the betel nut. This nut is grown off of a tree called the areca tree, the areca palm tree. And this nut is the fourth most common consumed psychoactive addictive, addictive drug in the entire world behind nicotine, alcohol, and caffeine that 90% of Americans probably have never heard of. Would you guys agree? Yeah, I had never heard of it until you told me about it. Mm-hmm. And then I got learned real quick. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting nut. Uh, like we've said in the past, I like to raw dog the nut. We all like to raw dog the nut. And I stay true to that word after I've raw dogged it. Yeah. And for the people who have not raw dogged it, you may have seen pictures of them on the internet or 
on commercials of some sort. You may have seen pictures of people from Indonesia, Thailand, or any other Asian countries with red, bloody-looking mouths. This is a typical look of a heavy betel nut user. Betel nut, fuck. However, it's usually not a mouthful of blood that you are seeing. When chewing these nuts, it makes you salivate like crazy. And on top of that, they are filled with juices. And these juices can range anywhere from an earthy brown color to a blood red color. So I always thought that it was like bleeding their mouths. Yeah. Because to prepare these nuts, they are traditionally, well, depending on where you're at in the world. So different parts of the world um, prepare them differently. But traditionally, they're prepared by taking an areca tree leaf and putting a few drops of lime on it, then tightly wrapping it around a raw beetle, beetle nut and chewing on it while spitting out the juices. There are other ways to prepare the nut, however. You can cut them open and add limestone paste to the inside. And some people remove the inside meat out of the nut and wrap it in the leaf alone and chew on that. And some people will even add tobacco to their quibs as the effects of the beetle nut are very similar to the effects of nicotine and caffeine. True. There's also, I read that you can uh, roast it or boil it as well before consumption. Because I feel like... Roasting or boiling will probably make it a little e- like easier to eat because when you do raw dog the nut, it uh, <laughs> it's a little it's, it's a harsh. little harsh. Yeah, it tastes dude. like shit. Yeah, so I I would say if you put a little seasoning on it, like maybe a little like Himalayan pink salt or something like, Ooh. and then uh, <laughs> maybe a little bit of like red pepper or something. Some dill. Ooh, some dill would be fire, yeah. dude. I would love yeah. some dill. <laughs> I wonder if you can make a tea out of it. Uh. You like, probably could, yeah. Just concentrate it into it. It's probably so bad for you to do that, to ingest it like that. Well, well imagine making an extract, like boiling the tea down into like a powder. Yeah. After you've concentrated mm, snort the shit it? out of it. You know, snort it, rub it in your gut. Boof it. it with some limestone. Like, <laughs> like oh, snuff. That's a good idea. You take betel nut like snuff. Yeah. Like, fucking crush it up. <laughs> Damn. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be fucking hot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, because it does raise your temperature. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, for the history, that we're going to keep this sweet and short because we are in the future going to be doing uh, an extremely deep dive on the migration of the beetle nut through Asia in the future because it is extremely fascinating and we do not have enough time to go over it today. So for the history, I will say that the oldest evidence of the beetle nut chewing can be tracked back to Southeast Asia, Polynesia, the Philippines, and more of those little islands near there where the areca tree is native to. It is not only because of the areca tree that they believe that this, this is where it began, where the chewing of the nut began, but also because of the discovery of thousands of year old skeletons found with red stains in their bones and little containers of lime near their burial sites. Dope. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to talk about where it originated from. Yeah, totally, dude. Uh, dope, 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 dope. And just the fact that they've been using it for thousands of years. And that's yeah. why I want to do an entire episode specifically talking about the history. And I don't feel it appropriate to kind of just glance over like thousands of years of use oh, in this yeah. episode. I think totally. we should do an entire episode. So. Oh, yeah. I completely agree because that's going to take a long time to talk it's about. It's going to take us all three researching yeah. just the history oh, to totally. talk about it correctly. So Yeah, totally. We'll, we'll go over that in the future. Yeah, I think it's just wild that I haven't even heard of this nut before and it's like the fourth, you said it's the fourth, fourth most common yep. 
behind uh, behind alcohol, nicotine, and caffeine. The, you everyone yeah. knows those three. Yeah, Everybody. totally. But it, it's weird that no one knows the fourth one in that line, the beetle nut. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Well, not nobody in the Western world, because obviously everyone in Asia knows about it. Living in the Western <laughs> world. So I guess I'll just talk about how I discovered it. It was from I had a coworker who was from Guam. And he said they grew naturally there and they would just go and pick the nuts off the tree and buy limestone paste from the store, slap it on there. And he's the one that showed me to just split it open with your fingers, put a little limestone on the inside and then just chew it in the back of your mouth. Dope. Do you yeah. think uh, when his, when you're like when people like find betel nut trees or like uh, areca palms, uh, do you think they say areca we found it? <laughs> Shut the <laughs> so i guess well, yes uh maybe i should talk about the legality first before we go into uh more uh modern stuff because uh like i said my coworker literally showed me in the united states how to eat these so that being said beetle nuts are not a controlled substance in the united states but they can pretty much only be purchased from import stores and specialty grocery stores specifically indian asian or pacific island uh import stores the only place that I have found that have has like adamantly tried to ban the beetle nut consumption was Port Morrisby in Papua New Guinea. They Pop- Papua New Guinea <laughs> okay. is how it's pronounced. Uh, they tried to ban it because of excessive <laughs> chewing of the beetle nut that was leaving red spit covering the entire city. People yeah. were just. <laughs> but they've said since they banned it that uh, it's gotten like the city's actually gotten quite a bit more cleaned up. Like well, before, when you would walk around, there'd be like literally marks everywhere. So this was in 2013 that they right. imposed this ban, which led to multiple deaths and property damage because they essentially went to the vendors and tried to impose a ban on vending it. Yeah. So it wasn't a ban on consuming it was a ban on vending so you couldn't buy it so this was leave, this point. led people out of like jobs ruined uh the you know infrastructure of that place for a while um and people died which sucks uh this ban it was not the only one though because another ban was introduced in 2018 but was quickly taken back after police shot tear gas to disperse people vending the beetle nuts but the tear gas drifted into a nearby school. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> so they took the band back. Damn. <laughs> and they pulled a Uvalde, dude. Yeah. And I also read that um, the police were detaining the vendors and stripping them naked and like hosing them down as punishment for vending beetle nuts. Damn. Not cool. That's crazy. Yeah. So. That's gnarly, dude. Honestly, yeah. Trying to ban drugs and stuff like that just does more damage to any culture, I'd say. What's scary mm-hmm. in Papua New Guinea is it, uh, you could get a handful of beetle nuts for like cents, essentially. Uh, or it said anywhere from like 18 cents to $3, depending on the vendor, I guess. Dope. But like a handful of these nuts that are insanely addictive and they would were selling them to kids as well. So little kids were eating them. Like Damn. people of all ages were eating them and just spitting all over the city. So I think a ban wasn't probably the best way to go about that. But like regulation obviously needs to happen in some places, sometimes. Yeah. Like little kids chewing on beetle nuts, that's not good. Totally, yeah. Dude, no, totally. It's, it's crazy that these, like these places that do have it like that are it's legal to buy like you don't have to be 18 to buy these like you could literally be any age and just go buy them well i think yeah. right in the u.s you don't they didn't ask for your id when you hell buy them, no right? yeah, no so. the dude didn't even he had no idea why i was in there i was like <laughs> <laughs> it's like do you have beetle nuts he was like uh 
yeah. Like, he looked at me so weird. Like, are you a cop? Dude. <laughs> Wait, so you said they aren't a controlled substance, but it's a Schedule 4? So I read one website saying it was a Schedule 4 poison, not oh, a Schedule poison. 4 substance. Right. Um, and I think that was referring to the actual active chemical within the betel nut. If it was extracted and sold, is a Schedule 4 poison. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah which is scary to think about. That's wild. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the science behind what's going on with these little nuts? Mm, yeah, I guess so. Um, it seems like a pretty scary one. Like, toxic-wise. It doesn't not seem good. like it's very good for you. Um, I do know that there is substantial evidence for carcinogenicity. <laughs> carcinogenicity? I don't know how to say that. <laughs> you guys say that? It is a carcinogenic... Plant. Yeah, yeah, like a known carcinogenic, directly known to cause several different types of cancer. Carcinogenicity, yeah. dude, because it makes you a genius. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes your heart a genius, dude. It's usually cancer in the mouth and esophagus, um, and uh, it could also affect almost all organs of the human body. Oof, um, big sad. M- mostly the brain, heart, lungs, gastrointestinal tract, and reproductive organs. Oof, yeah, that sucks. Uh, it also causes or aggravates pre-existing conditions uh, such as neuronal injury myocardial infarction uh, cardiac arrhythmias hepatotoxicity asthma central obesity type 2 diabetes uh, hyperlipidemia don't even know what that is just lots of fats I don't know Damn, dude, you're calling me fat, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Metabolic syndrome. Um, yeah. Also affects the endocrine system. So, like, your hormones um, can lead to hypothyroidism, uh, prostate hyperplasia, and infertility. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I read that um, beetle nuts during pregnancy can cause birth defects similar to alcohol or tobacco, and it causes lower birth rates Weight, birth rates, birth weights, and premature births. Yeah, and also they say that it can, uh, the beetle nut juice can like seep into breast milk and probably cause addictions to babies. Jesus. Wow. That's yep. crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's four main alkaloids of the Arica nut, uh, namely Aricoline, Aricadine, Guvacoline, and Guvacine. Which I love those. <laughs> those are so cool. Guva. Uh, the major parasympathetic and muscarinic effects of areca nut are due to the air coline. So, um, you know, psychoactive effects. Um, it's likely that the three other alkaloids probably have some kind of effect and it might be kind of like the uh, entourage effect, you know, with like cannabis and other plants where they all work together. But I don't know, I'd be, interesting, I'd be interested to see what synthetic air coline is like, um, you know, because... Think of like tobacco. Tobacco still has other chemicals in it, but nicotine is the primary one. Um, the uh, uh, properties that are kind of similar to nicotine um, are probably because it actually affects the nicotinic receptors, which I've talked about previously in other episodes. Um, it uh, The interesting thing that Ryan mentioned is that it actually does increase your body temperature. So you'll kind of feel flushing in like the face and extremities and uh you know it'll uh it'll really end up affecting the heart can increase blood pressure uh and lead to you know palpitations and tachycardia seems like a little bit stronger than nicotine in that sense uh, it's definitely not harmless 
And, you know, with uh, <clears throat> chronic use, it can be associated with a dependency syndrome, um, which could be comprised of increased concentration, mild euphoria, uh, relaxation, postprandial satisfaction, uh, and a withdrawal syndrome associated with insomnia, mood swings, irritability, and anxiety, uh, which uh, can be compared to that of amphetamine use. Um, pretty scary. Damn. You know, to me, I after taking it, I didn't really feel like it was that strong. Like, I honestly hate the effect of, um, like, too much caffeine. Yeah. And I was expecting it to kind of feel like that, or even too much nicotine, and it didn't. I almost but, feel like we might have got, like, a, a soft bag. Because yeah. the ones I tried last time were, like, way more potent than these ones. But Damn. they all look the same, so there's no really way to tell. Yeah, true. Um I don't know. And plus, you, you at first we thought it wasn't enough limestone, but you used a fuck ton of limestone. Yeah, I burnt the fuck out of the inside of my mouth. Yeah. It hurts so bad today. <laughs> That's fucked. <laughs> um, so all four of those alkaloids uh, also inhibit the neurosuppressive, neurosuppressive activity of GABA um, by, block, bleh, by blocking the receptors and inhibiting the uptake, which uh, ends up contributing to the euphoric effect and makes a person resistant to benzo- benzodiazepines. I think I the beetle beetle nut fucked up my voice. <laughs> Damn, dude! I did. I know. I noticed. I woke up the next day with like such a weird voice, like, like such a, a weird throat impediment. Thing. Uh, mm. well, I felt fucking really dumb, but that's kind of how I usually feel. So <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to tell. <laughs> um, the schizophrenic users of the Eureka nut show a decrease in both positive and negative symptoms and avoid other harmful recreational drugs. Wait, um, so they. They feel an increase in positive and negative. Did I say increase? Yeah. I meant to say decrease. Oh. oh. Cut that out. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. Um, anyway. So they feel a decrease in positive effects too? Yeah. So they feel more <laughs> schizophrenic and less schizophrenic at the same time? Well, like they probably, so. it's probably like dysphoria <laughs> yeah, okay. compared to euphoria. Like yeah. It makes them feel like shit. Um, and air coline in concentrations above uh, 50 micromolar have been shown to cause neuronal injury by causing an increase in oxidative stress and suppression of the antioxidant system. Um, and at higher concentrations than that could even cause cell death. Um, pretty fucking gnarly, man. Every time I read I stuff about this, I just go like, holy shit. Yeah, dude, every yeah. time. I, I like Every time I, get, I read about it, I get more nervous, but then I'm like, I still want to eat betel nuts. <laughs> these things, I, dude, I swear to God, I'm already addicted to these things. I woke up and the first thing I thought of was a betel nut. Dude, I swear, if they didn't taste so fucking bad, I'd probably eat them more. Dude, maybe we should have tried roasting them. Or if they were just smaller. Maybe we should yeah. get some leaves. Maybe we should just go out to that tree outside and grab some leaves and then just wrap them in that. True. And take out the insides and wrap them. We could do that. Yeah. I'd be down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> After the show. Did we, did we mention how it... Uh, like uh, affects asthma. Uh, yeah, I, I was reading about that a little bit. How it uh, says that well, it can also like lead to more like um, secretion into your lungs, and also uh, it, it can affect your just. It's, I don't know. All I read was that it can uh, make asthma worse, but I don't know why. Um, I don't supposedly know why. because um, it causes bronchoconstriction and decreased FEV one. I have no bronchoconstriction. Idea what yeah, of is your that when a tube? Ford Bronco fucking <laughs> runs you over, <laughs> <laughs> or one is in front of you and one's behind you, and you just get stuck? Yeah, yeah. Or You're when a Ford, or when a Ford Bronco is driving down a highway with a bunch of cops behind him in what 1991? 
Yeah. Shout out, OJ. Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> a horrible shout out, but okay. I, I to- I've said this before. Not all my shout outs are supposed to be positive shout outs. Oh, yeah, gotcha. So, shout out, OJ. Negative shout out. <laughs> Negative shout out. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that. <laughs> yeah, you should. Instead of just saying saying Shane, <laughs> instead of saying shout out, I'm gonna start saying negative shout out or positive shout out. So oh, that's for the best. Because when you're yeah. like shout out Marilyn Manson, shout out or no no Charles Manson, my bad. Or even negative Marilyn shout out Manson. Charles Manson. <laughs> negative shout out. Uh, I don't Nixon. know. Like, I actually really like his music. So yeah. Charles Manson. Yeah, his it's not bad, dude. It's, it's good. It, it's yeah, he's just a bad person, but he yeah. has good yeah. music. Yeah, just to, it's crazy to think that like none of like you think maybe none of that would have happened if he maybe just got signed to a record label, or if he just ate some battle nuts, nuts. or maybe <laughs> so, well, dude, it's crazy because he was already eating acid, so it was like okay, I like, thought he didn't do psychedelics. No, he did. Dude, he was an MK Ultra. Was he? Yeah. What? Dude, uh, we're the, talking about Marilyn Manson. No, Charles Manson. I'm talking oh, about Charles I thought we were talking Manson. about Marilyn Manson this whole time. No, you said Charles no. Manson. You even corrected yourself. No, I corrected. Yeah, you said. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah, Marilyn yeah. Manson, you're and then you're right. like, but then oh, I no, we were Charles Manson. Both bad people no. with yeah. good music. Yeah, true. Maybe that's where you got fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Charles Manson true. was. Uh, he had fine music, yeah. but he was an MK Ultra. He had something to do with it. Yeah, because the thing was, is I remember like the whole family thing. He never ended up doing any of those drugs that he was giving. Uh, well, sometimes he did, but a lot of a lot of the theories were that he actually took just less than everybody huh. else, like or like sometimes he wouldn't take any. But because um, I thought that those like those a few of the main family kids, they would mention how he was never doing it. Yeah, I mean, at one point he did just stop doing it and just started feeding them and pretend to take it. But there was a point where he was doing it with everybody. And, uh, yeah, I mean, anyways, we can. It seems talk. so weird to get like high as balls and just go, hmm, I think I'm going to put a swastika on my face. Yeah. Well, he was in prison when he did that. Oh, True. Really? Yeah, probably yeah. just to be freaky. Well, and also, well, no, it's but cr- he wasn't his whole thing. Helter Skelter was like a white power thing. I don't know. It was that's more, a, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He well, was talking about like the overthrowing and he was going to build a community that was. Helter well, Skelter was all about essentially he said that he heard well there's a Helter Skelter it was a song Beatles by the singer, Beatles yeah. yeah it's a song by the Beatles and he said the message that he heard in the lyrics which weren't the actual like words but he said like the message that they were saying was that there was going to be a race war coming if you listen race to war, it yeah. it is quite uh, in, uh you know it sounds kind of like that i mean uh, yeah if you're fucking crazy and on acid then like maybe you might think that but i don't know <laughs> dude i that dude's wild and, and that's why they made dead. the white album too. He thought. I think Helter Skelter is on the white album. Yeah, he thought the whole thing was like a race thing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, better on it. Yeah, one more thing about yeah, one more thing about that is uh, the reason I said something about MK Ultra is because uh, there's theories that he when he was in prison, like why he was getting out like so early all the time and just getting off on stuff is because like he was working with the FBI and like the FBI was like just giving him acid to like feed to people. So yeah. maybe the CIA is what created him. Maybe. Probably. Good I'm going to say 90% would not be surprised. Or maybe it was the CIA. Yeah, maybe the theory was the CIA and not the FBI. I can't remember. But either mm-hmm. way. Back to the battle on it. Beat on that. 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 Oh, I'm wicked fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shout, out, yeah. Shout out Donnie, dude. Yeah. Fong, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, shout out that guy. <laughs> yeah. Shout out that guy. Portland's weird. Yeah, dude. Portland is weird, dude. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> All right. Well, what other science stuff do you have to talk about, Micah? Is that about it? 
yeah, that was pretty much it. I kind of wanted to... Um, I never ended up really finding out uh, how much... How like similar it is to other um, alkaloids that we would know of. Oh, yeah? What are... Uh, did you already say that? Or Mm-mm. I was looking it up. Um, the ericoline itself is just a nicotinic acid-based um, stimulant. So, Dope. That yeah. makes sense because it does feel very similar to nicotine. Well, and I mean, if it's a, if it's attaching to those nicotinic receptors, it's got to be pretty similar. That makes sense. Shape-wise. Dope. Dope. Cool, I like cool, shapes cool. inside me. <laughs> yeah. It's a very simple looking molecule. It's cool. Hell yeah. Let me see. Do you have a picture of it? Oh, that is looking fairly simple. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going to get that tattooed right next to my LSD tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beetle nut tattoo. Beetle nut, beetle nut addict. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Dope, dude. I mean, it shit happens, dude. It's a, It was used as a ceremonial thing sometimes. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, we can talk like about this it. Like this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was my hydro flask because I'm drinking out of cups. Uh, can you boof it? I mean, we probably... Dude. You can boof tobacco, right? Because you could pull the meat out and just like shove no, it No, you would want to shove the whole thing. It'd feel better. Uh, it would feel great. But... <laughs> <laughs> Tie a string to it, though. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think it would work because the Be- outer... Beetle beads. Tie oh a bunch God. of them together. Dude, we could sell those. That would be beetle so beads. dope. If you high like while you're... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, you can boof tobacco, right? I wouldn't. But I mean, you, you could. You can boof pretty much anything, but... Like I wouldn't. Let's stick to chewing the nut. Let's yeah. stick to raw dog in the, the nut, ra- let's stick to raw dog in the nut in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think like other ways of I wonder if you could smoke it. Smoking nut. True. Like dry out the meat part and smoking beetles. Yeah, that's a good point. You probably can. Um anyways. Anyway, let's talk about well, I, I will yeah, I guess I'll talk about the ceremonies real quick and then we can get into the other things that it's used for. So and uh Papua New Guinea. Shout out Papua New Guinea. Positive shout out Papua New Guinea. (laughs) (laughs) They traditionally use it for village uh, elders during ceremonies. Uh, That was like the way they used it for a really long time. But now they're like pretty much anyone young, old, like we mentioned, children use it. Like adults use it. All sorts of people use it. And um, so a lot of these people use it in ceremonies still, but they're more used in like uh, rosaries, which are like scripted prayers. And, uh, so like a lot of people just do it. Like they basically pass them out like in church and stuff like that. And people consume it like, like during prayer. And they also use them. Oh Lord, I'm feeling the heat running through me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the heat of the Lord. (laughs) 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 This just in. I feel the heat of the Lord inside. It's always better to be playing before you're praying. <laughs> or praying before you're playing. Fuck, I fucked it up. Either way, with the metal net, beetle net. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, anyway, uh, they also use it in anniversaries of death. And so one of the first things they do on an anniversary of death when people get together to celebrate someone's death, like say someone died like a year ago or whatever, and then you have like uh, a party or something for it. And uh, people pass out betel nuts like before they even eat food or anything like that. It's like the first thing they do, which is pretty dope. That's probably what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but so they're also used for uh, culture and the uh, like for work. Um, like a lot of the, a lot of the culture is for like working people. 
And uh, so to basically to stay awake while driving for like taxi drivers, like especially like in Guam, I've heard that they like the taxi drivers just eat betel nuts all day just because it's like a partial stimulant. My coworker who moved here from Guam and was like born and raised there, he said he worked at um, not the airport, but like the uh, import yards driving like a car kind of transport. And he said he would just eat them all day long for energy because he was working like fucking 15 hour days. Every Damn, day. yeah. that's wild. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, dude, uh, those things got me fucking jacked. For oh like yeah, fifteen minutes. They're great for like as long as you can have them in your mouth and not gag and throw yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Which I all, I also read that a lot of people chew on them for like an hour at a time and just. But like, I can only chew on it for like maybe like five ten minutes and then I had to spit it out. Yeah, it, honestly, the flavor, like the, the taste of it alone, makes me fucking gag. Taste the flavors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not. It does, you're not tasting the rainbow in this thing. <laughs> It literally just tastes like you're chewing on plants, but like yeah. gross plants. And like it's so, they're large. They're they're yeah. so intrusive in your mouth. Totally. They literally are like, some of them are the size like bigger than like ball nuts. Not dude. like a, not, not, not the size walnuts. of a golf ball. Not even close. Uh, no. More like. Um, like maybe like three acorns. <laughs> I mean, I've seen an acorn that big. That's a giant acorn, some of these mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to describe it as, like no. how big of something to describe it as. Maybe like the size of an egg almost. Well, like an anal bead. A little like bit a big, smaller big than anal an bead. egg. Yeah. Like, an yeah. anal bead for sure. Yeah. yeah maybe like, like a, a beginner size anal bead. A big yeah. quail egg. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, nice job. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. I'm getting better at it. And uh, <laughs> so a lot of people use it while driving or fishing. I can see that like fishing on a boat all day and having just a haul in fish. Like I can, in, plus being that close to water, it's just easy to spit the betel nut juice in the betel nut juice in the freaking water. Yeah. Cause that's one of the main issues when it comes to it is the, all the spit. Cause there's a yeah. lot of spit. It's more than like chewing tobacco. Like it's yeah. so common oh, yeah. in the United States to chew tobacco and just have like a soda can or something. But yeah. It's so much more fucking disgusting on the Dude. beetle nut. Yeah. And not to say that chewing tobacco isn't fucking disgusting. Like, I used to do it. It's disgusting. It's yeah. haggard. But I would only really do it outside. Because if I, like, I've drank the fucking can oh, Jesus or something. Christ. And so just, uh. it's so nasty. <laughs> I almost just started gagging even, like, saying wow. that. It's the most disgusting no, no, what that just thought would be super funny is uh, you said taste the rainbow. It's not taste the rainbow like the Skittles. Uh, what if, you know, like the Skittles commercials where they like touch something and it turns into a bunch of Skittles? Yeah. What if someone touched something and it turned into a bunch of betel nuts? Dude, they'd be, uh, pretty happy for about a week until they got addicted and then they yeah. were just like... <laughs> Lot, lose all their teeth super fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, well, anyway. So, uh, a lot of people also use them working on construction sites. So it seems like mostly they're like they're used a lot in the working class of just people that are just trying to stay awake and uh, use it as a stimulant, just to like similar to what we use for coffee, just a little pick me up. So uh, it's also used in Taiwan. It's known as Taiwan's chewing gum. Like that's how popular it is in Taiwan. That wow. uh, people just like pop it in their mouth and just chew on it. But I can't imagine that like people in America use it to chew like gum. Or like you chew gum to like get, make your breath like t- like smell better. Well, I did see that um, a lot of the times in those places where it's super actively used, they'll put things like coconut in there oh, yeah. or like additives to make your breath smell better. Oh. Because an, act- an active user has the most rancid breath you've ever smelled. Yeah. My coworker, like he's super cool dude. Yuck. 
within five feet of him, you could smell his mouth. That's gnarly. Yeah. It was fucking disgusting. And if he talked in your direction, it was just like, bro. Please. And it, it always looks like they don't brush their teeth. Interesting. Does it make, yeah. like, does it make their like, teeth like yellow and stuff? I mean, besides it falling out. It fucks up your mouth. Well, yeah. It makes, your, it makes your teeth like literally fall out and gives you oral cancer. Yeah. But also like… But also just all the plant matter like embedded in your gums uh, and shit. Yeah, like you could see point. that. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Good yeah. Point. And he didn't look like he… Every single day, he looked like he still had the same plant matter in the same gum mm. areas. It's just like, bro, a toothpick, please. For the a gum. toothpick, please, But bro. at the same time, it's like when you're using that much lime or limestone or whatever… And it's fucking up your mouth. Maybe it hurts to brush your teeth. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, if your teeth are literally falling out, it would feel like it would yeah. hurt to brush your teeth. For real. So if you're going to be chewing betel nut, make sure you floss and brush your teeth. Yeah, for real. If you're going to be putting anything in your mouth, like dip. I've known people to dip and not brush their teeth. That's, that's disgusting. fucking disgusting. Too. That's awful. Yeah. Well, don't, don't do that, guys. Brush your teeth. Make sure you uh, stay on top of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, back to Taiwan, dude. Freaking apparently half the people in Taiwan chew betel nut, which is a fuck ton of people. Yeah, that's like insane to have a half of a population be chewing like one thing. I mean, I don't know. In American culture, I'd say like seventy five percent of people uh chew uh or not chew, but uh drink caffeine. So seventy five, huh? I'd say seventy five percent. I'd say a good forty percent. No way, dude. Yeah. No way. I dude, because caffeine is also in tea. It's not coffee. Like I'm not saying coffee in general. I'm saying caffeine. So that's like tea, fucking caffeine pills, uh, freaking coffee, chocolate. True. Yeah. Do a little research. We don't have a producer today, so uh, Raven is going to be. Doing I'll interject in a second. Pause. Yeah. No, I'll I'll keep talking. Raven yeah. can uh, Raven can come back to it. Forty five um, alarming statistics on America's caffeine consumption. So, in twenty nineteen, sixty four percent of Americans aged eighteen and over drank coffee every single day. To answer your question, are we doing the caffeine episode now? Yep, yep. Uh, now we're just relating. Uh, I don't know how we even got on this topic. Uh, how common it is compared to caffeine use? Oh, totally. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of people drink caffeine. Uh, I'd say caffeine is probably more common for sure. But still, it is. It is. It is. I know it's the third. So anyway, but uh, it's close fourth. Close fourth for sure. I anyway. think if Americans would just jump on the bandwagon, the then, uh, bandwagon. Yeah, we should honestly boost these numbers. We should. Uh, we should maybe just tell the maybe like the big pharma companies um, how bad it is, so that they can profit off of it. Yeah. True. That's a very good point, Micah. All those health complications. Well, drinking out of cups, our first uh, consumable product is going to be flavored betel nuts. We're making raspberry. We're making... Uh, <laughs> Pomegranate. We're actually making coffee flavored. Coffee flavored And we're going to do them in like the pouches, like the Zen pouches. And it's going to be just the inside of a betel nut with some lime and, and some fiberglass. We're doubling up. And you'll pop these little bad boys in your mouth with some artificial flavoring and just, uh, you know, you'll get nutted. An educational podcast about the safety and harm reduction of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're selling our own product that will give you cancer. <laughs> Negative shout out. <laughs> Negative shout out to ourselves. Can we sponsor ourselves if we start selling those? Hell yeah. Create yeah, another then. company? No, and actually we boycott ourselves. <laughs> you guys should not take this uh, product. It will give you cancer. <laughs> I mean, we could nope. just sell them only to Asia. I mean, yeah, but they're still going to be up. like 
We still have to advertise for the podcast though. So they're going to be drinking out of cups. We'll uh, just put the QR code on every bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I was actually wrong about what I said about uh, half people, half the people in Taiwan use it. Uh, apparently, I, I, I didn't read the rest of what I wrote down. It's uh, half the people in Taiwan don't know it can cause oral cancer. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I was wrong. I don't know how many people in Taiwan use it, but I know it's extremely popular. I'd probably say still almost half the people in Taiwan use it. I read something that was, it reminded me of the Kratom because a lot of the vendors, I guess, uh, will tell people, they'll like uh, advertise it as healthy and safe because it's just a plant. And so a lot of people are under the assumption that it is just a, a safe plant to use. Yeah, I mean, without the proper channels of like the, the information about why it's bad for you, why wouldn't you think it's just like a healthy plant? If you, in, in a lot of those regions, you can just go pick them yeah, and just pop them in your mouth. So why wouldn't, why would you think that's bad for you? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there, I mean, there's a lot of things that grow out in the wild that are bad for you that people still consume. Other than, yeah, definitely. But like I was saying, without the proper channels of information to find True. that out. Oh, other than the fact that you could just look at some of your elders and see their fucked up That's mouths. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, you, a, a pretty smart, like, aware person would start to realize when they stopped taking them that, like... Withdrawals and stuff. Yeah, having yeah. withdrawals, your body's obviously like, yo, I don't like this. Yeah. Dope. True. True. Uh, what's crazy is that, uh, I mean, we talked about how crazy, like popular caffeine is compared to other things. Uh, the betel nut is chewed by 10% of the population of the world. Dang. Which equates to about 60 million people. That's a lot of people. So, 60 million, people. 10%. Or sorry, did I say 60? I meant 600. <laughs> Sorry, my brain. Betel nuts broke my brain, so definitely chew them. Definitely. <laughs> well, it's actually probably more than that because isn't there about seven billion people in the world? Yeah, I was just trying to do the math. Let's see. That'd be that'd just be like seven hundred thousand, seven hundred or seven hundred million, seven hundred thousand, seven percent of seven yeah. billion. I don't know. Some 1%. People, quick math. True, <laughs> sure, that is quick math. What does what's, what's two is four? Two plus two is four. Minus one is three. Quick math. Oh, Shout out, big shack. Yeah, that's literally big shock. Anyway, Yo, shout out We Butter the Bread with Butter, you mean? Oh, dude, those are dope, dude. That's a German band, dude. Yeah, but they redid the, uh, what is that, Man's Not Hot song? Wait, really? Yeah, no way. Dude, you should listen to it after the show. Yeah, it's Yo, funny. shout out We Butter the Bread with Butter, dude. Yeah. I learned about them in like fourth grade. Same. Dude, those dudes are dope. Yeah, they're tight. Anyway, uh, back to Battle Nut. Shout out, Battle Nut. Positive shout out, Battle Nut. No. Neutral, <laughs> neutral shout out, Battle Nut. Neutral shout out. Neutral shout out. Uh, it's also you also it's also used predominantly in uh, East Africa and the Western Pacific. So, although it it is mostly used in Southeast Asia, like South Southeast Asia, um, I, I guess it's spread also to uh, East Africa and the Western Pacific. So pretty crazy that uh, I, I mean it's used all over the world, but like it's it apparently is super popular in those areas. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I do want to mention one more thing about just two other countries. Uh, so Papua New Guinea. Uh, it's used to only be used on the coast where the palms grow. But when the uh, roads started develop, to develop more to like go into the highlands and go like more into the inner parts of the country, 
Uh, obviously, you know, all sorts of things traveled there as well, including betel nuts. So the Highlanders in Papua New Guinea actually started getting like super fucking into betel nuts, like more than people that live like on the coast, like with the palms, because they don't really have like access to it because the palms don't grow like as often or I don't even know if they grow in the uh, Western or sorry, in the uh, central parts of Papua New Guinea. So these people are like fucking super addicted to them, uh, which is crazy. Shout out to them. Yeah, true, 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 true. Brush your teeth. True. Uh, one more thing I forgot to mention earlier about the, um, like, because you, you mentioned the blanket band that's on uh, the Battle Nut in uh, Port Moresby. Moresby. Yep. Uh so some of the if you get caught with betel nut, you pretty much get you get a fine that's anywhere from and this is equivalent to U.S. dollars because um, they use a different currency, but it's a hundred ninety three dollar fine to three thousand and four hundred seventy nine dollars. Damn. Yeah. Get caught selling. Eat or uh, well, I guess it is because uh, they got rid of all the vendors. So yeah, yeah, if you get caught selling it, then that's what. Still. Uh, this was a, from an article in 2017, so it's hard to tell. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I could find varying things about it. The yeah. bands. Yeah, this was an article I read from 2017, so it could be, could be not still true. I'm not sure. Yeah, because it was in 2018 that they tried to do another band that they shot tear gas into that school. Oh, yeah. So it might yeah. be not a thing anymore. I don't know. Who Anyways, knows? who knows? We'll figure it out in the history podcast about it. So India, they chew one of their main mixtures of betel nut. Because I just want to really talk about like different ways of consuming betel nut and different like the way cultures uh, consume it, which is uh, so in India, they chew what's called a betel quid, which is a mixture of betel nut and tobacco, um, which is pretty cool. And in Guam, they chew two different styles. There's what's called a chamorro style which is uh the chamorro people from guam eat uh the mature nut by itself but then there's also the yapis style which is a custom made betel beetle from unripe nut beetle leaf slaked lime and tobacco Hmm. so a lot of people um there's a lot of people that don't only just chew the nut they also chew the vine and the leaf and they uh like um just they, they consume like a lot of the plant and stuff That's rather than just the betel nut. So, yeah, pretty interesting. That's what I got for the culture corner. Uh, it's a it's lot very on interesting. culture. It's definitely uh, more common than you might think. And just, I'd be interested to just traveling to another country and just like keeping my eye out for it and seeing yeah. how common it really is. Cause. Yeah. It seems like it's freaking everywhere. Well, it's used there. like super socially in like a bunch of different countries. Like that's kind of like, like when we go out and we have like drinks with friends or whatever, like people will go out and like chew betel nuts together or betel nuts. Yo, you trying to have a spit? Is that what they uh, call it? <laughs> you trying to have a spit sesh? Hell yeah. <laughs> you trying to have a brown, brown to red spit sesh? <laughs> you trying to go to brown town? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so I just want to talk about harm reduction really quick. Something I mentioned up top, but I just want to reiterate is that you should not do betel nuts if you are pregnant. You can have horrible birth defects and potentially if you give birth and have a healthy baby and you still are doing betel nuts, you can get your baby addicted. So don't do betel nuts while pregnant or 
you know, if trying to have a baby. It's not good. And uh, also, beetle nuts are extremely addictive and should be avoided if at all possible due to uh, the many health risks that Micah talked about earlier. They are carcinogenic and known to cause several different types of cancer. So just have that in your mind if you are interested in trying them. I I mean, I can't really say much because we just ate some yesterday. I'm sure if you want to try it, then try it, you know, but just know that they are addictive. So if you are someone who has an addictive type of personality, then maybe stay away from them. If you are someone who likes to try everything, just try it once. And yeah, shout out Donnie who said try it once, but don't continue to do it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It's worth a try once, I'd say for sure. Definitely. Uh, When I found out about them like two years ago, I, you know, ate them for like a week and then I was like, oh, wait, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not supposed to be addicted to these damn things. I know. (laughs) After I woke up this morning and wanted one immediately, I was like, I cannot eat these. Same good. (laughs) Yeah. They're crazy because they just make you feel all hot and energized. Like I literally, we were recording something for the Patreon and uh, we were eating the beetle nuts and talking about our experience and I just got like super amped up. I wanted to go outside and freaking yeah. jump off shit. That's oh, all I yeah. wanted to do. Dude, same. I wanted to go for like a run. Yeah. But then I quickly got very nauseous. Some people uh, say that they feel almost like a small amount of cocaine or like a yeah. high amount of caffeine without the jitters. Oh, that's exactly how I feel. For someone who drinks a fuck ton of caffeine. Yeah. I uh, It's almost better than caffeine, but it's very momentary. It doesn't last. Right. Yeah. Caffeine like gets minutes. me jacked for like at least two or three hours. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's like... Better because it doesn't give you the jitters, but you're just like highly amped up, but only for like 10 minutes. Do you think we should change the name to the better nut? <laughs> that's the that's the um, coffee bean. It's the better nut. Well, they're liars <laughs> because the beetle nut is the better nut. Okay. Well, no, I made that up though. So oh. I'm a liar? Shit. Fuck. Yeah, you're a liar. Uh, shout, out, <laughs> shout out Raven. Negative shout out Raven for being a liar. Fuck. So talked about the harm reduction. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I read that. Uh, what did I read? There was. Uh, what did you read? There was uh, something I wanted to. Oh yeah, so twenty five thousand people die annually from mouth cancer. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. You know what's fucked is they in other countries they'll put the mouth cancer thing on the cigarettes. Sorry, I knocked over my <laughs> cup twice now. I know. Drinking out of that too. I know, Fuck. dude. I, I spilled I spilled my cup twice, and I was I was drinking out of my my cup. It spilled. Drinking out of spilled cups. Ruining the podcast, Ryan. Go back to LA. <laughs> I know. I'm going to um, have to edit all this anyway, so it's my own fault. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, it, it's weird that they'll put the mouth cancer thing all over cigarettes and like uh, they'll, they'll regulate the consumption and selling of tobacco everywhere, but beetle nuts are just free range. Yeah, true. Totally. That's a good point. Yeah. It's just crazy to me that they can, that they like just legally sell these to children. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know that everywhere sells them to children, but. Well, we'll I talk mean, about that more. In there's the, no age restriction in the United States. They sold them to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I saw an article that I think it was in uh, Illinois or something, somewhere in the Midwest. Uh, Might have been Ohio. One of those one of those states in the Midwest that uh, it was like a like a huge problem in teens. Like huh. a lot of like teens were consuming it. Yeah, because you could literally just walk up. They have them out in the open. You yeah. walk into like an import store and you go like it's like fish. Weird vegetables you've never seen, and then like beetle nuts. Yeah, and you just grab them out the cooler and buy them. 
<laughs> like, yeah. Do they always come frozen or can you buy them fresh? Well, probably not because they're not grown in the United States. Right, yeah. They were imported from an importer in Hawaii. True. The ones I got. But True. that is it for now when it comes to the beetle nut. Look forward to our episode covering the extensive history and migration of the beetle nuts in the future. And this has been Drinking Out of Beetle Nuts. This has been Drinking Out of Nuts podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want... Drinking <laughs> Out of Beetle Nuts. <laughs> oh, nice, dude. If you want to <laughs> know more about Beetle Nuts, we did a Patreon episode. It, it, it has video, too. You'll be able to see us on video. So uh, go to Drinking Out of Cups podcast or uh, patreon.com forward slash D-O-O-C. Find us there. We are posting a ton of cool stuff there. Uh, we also are making an entire video of Ryan visiting in Portland. So, that is yeah, really cool. we are also gonna have some uh, swag soon. Yeah, uh, what swag? Some shirts. What? Yeah, okay. we're putting shirts out there. Cool. Yeah, dope. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out, Micah. Positive shout out, Micah. Yeah, can't so- tell you when. But it's happening. <laughs> it's going to happen, it's guys. Coming. Don't you worry about a thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I'm sure with that, Patreon will get first access to buying those, too. So, Probably. Yeah. yeah. We'll put out a limited supply signed. Signed. Maybe not signed. No, I'm not going to sign shit. Yeah, I'm not going to sign shit. <laughs> no, no one wants your fucking signature. Dude. Anyway, you sign can find nuts, us boom, on Instagram at drinkingoutofcups underscore podcast. Hey, you hey. did it right this time without looking it up. <laughs> I was here. I, I'm a witness. Uh, and uh, you can find Ryan at his Instagram and Micah at his Instagram and me at my Instagram. Rhino one one eight R Y N O one one eight resting potential base or resting potential underscore base. What is it? I don't know, Micah. You shout out your own Instagram because I don't. I don't know it. Resting potential base. Dope. And my Instagram is uh, R-A-Y-V-Y-N, the number two, uh, T-U-R-N-T, and it's the same on YouTube. And I finally got my camera issues figured out, so I'm going to be posting back there again soon. So, Shout out. Positive shout out. Check out that. And uh, yeah, I just want to apologize again for the uh, audio quality for today. It will get better in the future. No, nah, it's going to be fine. Are, I'm going to make it sound dope. This is our first day in the new studio, and it will only get better from here, so... I think it's going to be fine. Stick uh, with us. I think it's going to be just fine because... Because you're editing it? Yeah, because I'm editing and I'm the best, dude. Okay. Yeah, if best you want best, his best, editing best, on your best, music, hit him up because he does that too. Just kidding. I'm the worst. Uh, okay, worst, you shouldn't worst, say that worst, after I just advertised <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, sh- neutral shout out. Neutral shout Positive shout Positive out. Positive shout out. Right, okay. Thanks, dude. Well, Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Um, stick with us through this transition. Thank you. Peace. Bye. Bye.